I'm Ashley, your host, and I'm just so happy to have y'all here. I hope everyone had a safe 4th of July weekend. If you're here in the States and you celebrated, it was so much fun. I ended up just hanging out with family. We swam. Me and my brother were playing this game, and we were just, like, trying to pretty much knock each other off this, like, floaty. In the end, he won most of the time. Um, But, you know, that's okay. I got him off a couple times, so I'm very proud of myself, but I'm definitely feeling sore now, so (laughs) it's all good. This is why we work out, and we're, we're getting strength training happening, going, you know, we're just, we're just getting stronger. (laughs) But, um, hey brother, if you're listening, I just am so grateful for just today and just this whole week. God is so good, guys, and... I just pray that this word is encouraging the Holy Spirit, just like put it on my heart to talk about. This is something I had to learn how to go through, and this is something that he has given me more wisdom and knowledge to share to hopefully help you get through this if you're going through it. And pretty much it's just about don't give up. And I know... It can be hard to not give up. So that is the title of today's podcast episode. Don't give up. And so let's just let's just dive in. So I wanted to start off with pretty much like a, a little little story, backstory of not giving up for me and how this had happened in my life. So Going back to school days when I was in school, this was around junior high and high school. High school was such a big transition for me. I, at that time, there was a lot happening in my household and just me emotionally, like you're a teenager, you're going through all these challenges, you're like trying to figure out who you are as a person and there's so many different people and trying to just like influence you and just maybe even just telling you like hey why are you doing that you don't need to do that or just different scenarios um so I was in high school at the time and it was hard high school was hard for me I suffered with, I had to deal with anxiety for quite a long time in my life, and I had to deal with overcoming that, not understanding really what it was. I just knew I kind of would get very anxious. I had a hard time just like being in groups of people because I felt like I was being judged or I thought they were thinking things of me. And when I got to the root of it and God like exposed the main root of where my anxiety came from and being able to be just like set free from that anxiety, it has just changed so much because I feel like when we suffer or when we have gone through these moments in life where we deal with anxiety or we have dealt with depression, there is always a core root to it. And it could be 
something that has just gone on in your family for a long time and maybe it just happened to get put on you because maybe you heard people talk about it constantly. So maybe it was just something that got in your head. You're like, oh, they have it. I have it too type of thing. But I know it's different for everyone. I'm just expressing how it was for me and what the, the Lord has done in me through this. And so I was in school. I had really bad anxiety at the time. I had depression. I just felt really isolated and alone. And I felt so uncomfortable in my own skin. I did not feel worthy to be around people. I felt less than and it just came very hard and all that fast. All all at once, I mean. And eventually... Leading up, it was about halfway through the school year, maybe not even, and I, every morning, would pretty much get sick because I was so overwhelmed about the fact that I had to go be around all these people that made me feel uncomfortable, that I felt isolated, and all these things, and at that time, It wasn't even necessarily like the people, but it was a lot of just my mind. It was a mind game and the enemy was really getting me hard. (laughs) And at that time, I wasn't a believer. I didn't know the foundation of Christ or just anything. I didn't know about prayer. I knew of him, but I didn't know him or I didn't practice it or anything. Never was baptized or anything. Eventually, I remember I just kept crying to my mom every morning. I was like, no, I don't want to go. I can't do this. This is just annoying. The kids are annoying. Boys were just frustrating to me. They always just made me feel less than or they were making me feel like I wasn't good enough or anything like that. And it's just, at the end of the day, when I look back on it, it was just so in my mind. It really was. There were some kids that were not very nice, but we moved past that. And so I got to a point where I was like, Mom, I can't do this anymore. Like, please. At this time, Primavera Online High School was being really promoted everywhere. And so I was like, Mom, can I please just do, like, homeschooling can I be online like I can't handle being around these kids and just all this stuff and eventually she she listened to me and she let me stay home and I ended up doing school online for quite some time and I eventually got to a point where doing online was not good (laughs) because then it became very isolating and I wasn't around anyone my age really because I was at home and then this was just making me feel disconnected from people and then I also was starting to feel just not intelligent enough to do my schoolwork because I really needed hands-on in-person teaching that's how I'm able to be taught. I like to be in the classroom and just really have that one-on-one. That's how I'm able to learn very well. And so as time went on, I just really didn't want to do it anymore. I just felt like 
unintelligent, unmotivated, not capable to succeed in it. And every class I was taking, I was failing one after one after another, unless I was really interested in it. And it was just like the bare minimum. I never was giving like my full effort or I wasn't being pushed to give my full effort. And I was just trying to go around this like feeling of, I don't need to give my full effort. Who Who's going to notice? Because my mom and my dad weren't home. They were having their work and stuff like that. And so it was just like me at home and I had to be responsible to get it done. And so I ended up feeling, one, disconnected, two, feeling less than, three, wanting to give up, not wanting to succeed, not wanting to do any of it. And eventually when I hit sophomore year, yes, it was actually my freshman year to sophomore year, I was still struggling, having a hard, hard time, and I just truly wanted to stop. I didn't want to continue school. At the time, I was really wanting to be an actress, and I really wanted to pursue acting at the time, and so I had this wild idea. I was like, Mom, why don't we just pursue acting? What if I just get my GED, and I just do this full-time, and that was just like a big lesson. Let's let's just not do that. Let's finish school. Let's get our high school diploma and have that under our belt. And because high school teaches you so much, it it does teach you life lessons. It teaches you how to interact with people. It teaches you how to get up. It teaches you how to turn things in at a deadline and to continue to expand your mind and solve complicated problems, dealing with different interactions that may be uncomfortable and just you're, you're learning all these things. And I feel there's benefits of you learning that in school. And at the time, I didn't see that. I just saw all the negative. I just saw that kids are rude. I don't know what I am doing. I want to do this, but I can't do this. I need some guidance, all this stuff. And I'm just like, OK, what is even happening? And then eventually for I believe it was a total of like two months, two and a half months, I stopped school. I was like, mom, I, I was a very like stubborn kid. And I was very much like, if I had it in my mind, I was like, I'm doing this. And so I ended up pursuing the acting and I was doing auditions and I was doing stuff like that, but nothing really came from it. And that was a little disheartening too, because I kept trying didn't get anything and I kept trying still didn't get anything but I wasn't honing in on my craft I wasn't trying but I was just like practicing by just doing these auditions and stuff like that and then eventually after two months had gone by I remember I was studying to get a GED and everything and that in itself was a whole other thing that I really was not even trying I was doing bare minimum and Then we eventually moved and I decided, you know what, I'm going to go back to school because what I am doing is just not, is not working. It's not. So this was my sophomore year and I started high school again and I went back and around other kids. This high school, it was still the same situation where I was 
I was really excited too. I was really excited. I was like, okay, it's a fresh start. I'm going to meet a bunch of new people. I'll get acting classes. And I started with drama and my first class was drama and it was so, so much fun. And it was getting me out of my comfort zone. But then eventually I ended up getting bullied when I was there. Um, Kids would throw stuff at me or they just just think I was weird and stuff because of certain things. I had suffered with really red skin and we live in the desert where it's really, really hot. And so I was really prone to getting really red skin. And so to cover it, I was always wearing a jacket and the classrooms were always cold. But wearing a jacket back in the day when it's like 100 degree, 110 degrees out, kids would like think I'm weird, even though like kids be doing that nowadays. So it's just kind of funny to me. But I'm just like, okay, mom, I can't do this. The girls are being rude. The guys are being rude. I don't know what to do. And it just kind of was just like so disheartening at the time because I was so excited and I was trying again. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give it my all this time. And I even had to start with some freshman classes and I only had one sophomore class because I had failed so many classes. So it was like I had to start all over again. And so that was a little awkward too for me because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm older and I'm in all these young classes and all these kids are knowing that. And so I was so self-aware and of my own just like mind constantly racing and when I was constantly overthinking, thinking about what they were thinking of me or worrying about what they were going to say of me, this caused so much in my mind. And so eventually, after telling my mom what had happened at um, this new high school, she allowed me to transfer back into online school. And I ended up doing a different online high school. And this one was way better. Um, This one, I actually started putting in more effort. And this was at a time when we had moved and we got into a new house. And this was when I actually got introduced to church. My brother had started going and he had met friends. And then this led me and my family to kind of just go and check it out as well and be like, well, what are you doing there? And so we ended up going and checking it out. And pretty much it was just like a complete turnaround from that day forward. God was introduced to my life. And since that day, it's only gotten better. There's still been struggles, but it's gotten so much better and he's set me free from so many things God is so powerful and so so good and I remember when I had started this new online school I was starting to get disheartened again because I didn't feel like I could do it and I still had this idea of just wanting to just do acting and just wanting to pursue that and that was it but nothing was happening of it and I just really wanted it I was being so stubborn and just wanting to do that but it was just like 
I, I didn't give up on just doing school. I was like, you know what? No. And this transition happened in my mind. I started going to church, started learning more about God, and then we started watching these services at the time when I was still new and learning about things. Joel Osteen had popped on, and I remember it so vividly. And it was one where he was saying, this is the year where God is going to pretty much like blow your mind. This is a year where you're going to succeed. This is a year where you're going to finish. This is the year where it's all going to happen. And hearing that literally got me to finish high school, guys. That encouraging word that I needed got me to finish and succeed Hearing and knowing God was with me and God was my strength. Sorry, guys, I'm getting a little emotional. (laughs) But knowing God was my strength and that he had a plan for me that I had never heard before and never heard a word like that before. And that kind of encouragement and completely changed my mind around. And that year, I finished. That was the year that I did graduate and I still struggled and there were still days where I was slacking off and there were still days when I was hard on myself, but my mom helped me so much and God was my strength and I started volunteering at church. I started getting involved and I had a job at the time during the summer and it was just all these blessings that had happened as soon as God entered my life and just to imagine if I would have continued to just stop trying and just wanting to just continue to give up, who knows what would happen? And so this whole school situation, I can just see God's hand on it and how he turned it around. Even though the enemy had plans for me to fall, had plans for me to just be so isolated and so entrapped by my own mind, God was able to set me free. God had a better plan. God used it all for his good because now I'm sitting here being able to share how I was able to get past this. And even when there was times where I I did give up for a moment, but God was like, no, I need you to go back. No, you can do this, my daughter. You are worthy to finish. You are worthy to succeed. You don't need to worry about what they're thinking of you because I know who you are. And I had already had plans set in motion for your life. And I was just like, oh my goodness, God, thank you. And so that was just when I was like, wow, going and looking back to see how far God has gotten me is truly just mind blowing. And he has got me to this place of realization like you don't give up, don't give up. Even when the enemy is trying his hardest to make you want to give up and is making you feel like you cannot succeed, God has a better plan set in motion for your life. And 
now that I'm older and I'm wiser, I want to share that with younger people. I want more people to be aware of that and understanding God's strength is in us. And he gives us the strength to push through even when it's hard, even when we do want to give up. But we, we don't need to. But we can succeed and blossom and grow. And mine just so happened to be with high school. But you can incorporate this into anything. This could be about a business that you have deep inside of you that God, given, God had given you this grand idea. Maybe it's to build a restaurant. I don't know. Maybe it's to build your own church. I don't know. Maybe it's just to go volunteer. I don't know. But God gives you this ability. God gives you these ideas. And he wants you not to give up. But he wants you to succeed. But he wants to also teach you to lean on him. And to know that even if things aren't going how you thought or how you planned, he is able to turn it all around for his good. And he's able to transform your mind. He's able to set you free. And he's able to teach you these things that you didn't know prior. And so I just want you to know that you are worthy to finish well and do it with your best effort. The enemy wants you to slack off. He doesn't want you to give your full effort because when you give your full effort, the best possible outcome could come. So, for example, say you're a painter. Say you get to your canvas and you have an idea in mind and you begin painting. But then along the way, as you're painting it, you kind of get discouraged. You're kind of like comparing yourself, kind of feel like mm, this isn't even turning out right. Then you kind of aren't putting in any more effort. You're still, you're kind of, you're still going, but you're not giving it your all anymore because you're starting to think of what others have done. You're starting to think of, oh, I could maybe do this better and it's making you not even try anymore. Don't be like that painter. When those thoughts come in, I want you to be like, hold the phone. Hold the phone, y'all. I'm a child of God, and I sit with him. I am his, his daughter or his son, and he has given me these gifts, skills, and talents. He has given me the focus. He has given me the drive to finish this with my best effort moving forward. And so I just want you to know, like, when these thoughts come in, right in that moment, be like, no, I'm not allowing, I'm not entertaining those thoughts anymore because I know I am capable to succeed. I may be learning along the way and I may make little mistakes and have to grow and have to pivot or improve on some areas, but that's fine. Just do not give up. You are worthy to finish. And when you have a lack of unworthiness in your mind or in your heart that possibly you have been fed from other people or thinking that you're not good enough to succeed in something or who knows this, who knows? Only God knows what you have gone through. I'm just sharing how it's gone on for me. But it's just like understanding like 
you are capable and you are worthy to succeed and put your best effort in. And also understanding who are you doing it for? Are you just doing it for you? Because I feel like oftentimes when we're just doing it solely for ourselves, that's when limitations kind of take place. Because you're like, it's just for me. And when you don't have a full worthiness mindset in yourself too, it's going to hold you back still. And so when you have a bigger picture, you're like, what am I doing this for? Am I doing it so people can be motivated? People can be inspired. When they look at it, they can maybe gain a life lesson from it. Am I doing it to please God? Am I doing it to show and just embrace what I am capable of doing and releasing it to the world and whatever happens, happens and giving it into God's hands and whatever he does with it, he will do. And so just changing that mentality of you are worthy to succeed, you are worthy to put in your best effort. And it may take time. Every Good things don't happen just in a blink of an eye. It does take time. Great things take time and great things take those moments of learning and growing along the way. Just like a beautiful flower, it starts out like a little seed. You pour water on it. It starts to grow. Get some sunshine. It grows a little more. And then it grows into a bud. And then it's on the verge of blossoming. That is you. You're able to blossom, but it takes time. Good things and beautiful things take time. So don't be hard on yourself either. And just lastly, um, just remember that God gives you the strength. God gives you the courage. Seek him. If you're going through this, this period of your life where you're just wanting to give up and you just feel like the enemy is really trying to make you give up, you know what? Odds are, if he's trying that hard, that means something really good is going to come out of it. That means there's a big purpose coming out of it. Because I know whenever things are really hard for me to finish at times, yes, this could just be a cycle that needs broken of just being like lazier, just like wanting to give up and blah, blah, blah. But most of the time I have noticed when I have worked on my book, I get hit with this feeling of like, you don't need to do it. It's not, you have time. You can do this in a month from now. When it's like, no, I can do this now. I have the time to do it now. And so just understanding like the enemy will do whatever he can to distract you. He will do whatever he can to hold you back from fulfilling what God is calling you to do in your life. So don't give up. Don't give up and know God can turn it all around for his good. And then also some scriptures that God had showed me and led me to. The Holy Spirit was like, yo, we got we got to check this out. And so I was reading James 1 and 6 and it says, well, when you ask him, be sure that your faith is not 
is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. And so the Holy Spirit was like revealing that to me as I was reading it. Have faith in God alone. Have your foundation built on him. Lay that foundation. Have it be solid on the rock. Do not let it be like the sand where it can just be easily just trickle away. When you have a firm foundation and these lies come in or these hard times come in, you're not going to be swayed and unsettled by the, the waves that are happening but you're going to be firm and have faith knowing that God is going to get you through it. God is going to give you the strength and the boldness and the courage that you need. So do not give up. You can do it. Just think, what if you are doing something right now in a year from now or three months from now or five months from now That you is like, thank goodness I did that. Because now look at this blessing. Look how far I have come. So it's all about changing that mentality and having that positive mindset. What are you pouring into yourself? What are you thinking about? Are you thinking of good heavenly things? Are you thinking of positive things? When negativity is trying to creep in, are you just letting it ruminate? Are you letting it just pour in or are you like no I know what God has told me I know God has said I am his daughter I know God said that I am capable to do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me and so I hope all of this has encouraged you and that was just ways that the Holy Spirit has been ministering to my heart and just really teaching me about all the things that God has done in my life and all the things I have been through and how it's strengthened me and how it's able to be used for good. And just know he's not done with you yet. He's just getting started. And (laughs) he's he's just so good, guys. And I just pray that this encourages you. I pray it motivates you. I pray God gives you a breakthrough, a deeper understanding in the situation maybe that you're facing where you feel like there's no way to get past it. But this is Ocean's Deep podcast. This was Don't Give Up. And our scripture today was in James 1 and 6. I encourage y'all to definitely read James and also read Matthew. Matthew has just so much of good goodness in that, that book for laying that foundation, knowing Jesus, knowing everything that he is saying and so on. Um, and also Proverbs Proverbs is good too. (laughs) All of them are good. Those are the ones that I've just been diving deeper into though recently. Um, But this is, like I said, Ocean Sea Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And if this was encouraging to you, please like it. 
leave a comment, anything that maybe you want me to talk about, just leave it down below. If you think this could help someone, motivate someone, or shed light on someone's situation, please send it to them. Maybe God put a person's name on your heart, send it to them. And just know that he loves you. He knows what you're going through. And it is temporary. And there's so much good that will come. And don't forget, you can see this on Spotify, YouTube, and Amazon. Yes, you can see it on Amazon. And I also have a new blog out every other Wednesday. And you can also check out my socials. I have it all linked down below in the description. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. And don't forget to go out and be the light. Jesus loves you. I love you. And I'll see you guys soon. Bye.